welcome to another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you simplify your life, create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm passionate about interiors and helping empty nesters achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. And I also love podcasting and delivering you quality content on a weekly basis. In one of the previous episodes, I talked about new research results regarding apartment living in Sydney. This poll was commissioned by the Urban Task Force Australia. And today I have the pleasure to talk to Chris, John Chris Johnson, the CEO of Urban Task Force Australia. And um, I recently learned that he had um, downsized from a big house to a smaller apartment. And I thought it would be great to hear from him how his experiences are now that he's downsized and what the challenges were. So welcome, Chris. How are you? I'm, I'm going great, uh, Bettina, but uh, uh, I'm just right in the transition phase, I must admit. Um, uh, we, we moved from a large six-bedroom house in Newtown, which we sold a little while ago, and we moved in basically three days ago. So, oh, that's great. <laughs> Still so, the boxes so, around. Or... So, so, well, there are still boxes where we're emptying out. We're putting things into shelves and uh, and things like that. But I must say, though, both my wife and myself are absolutely over the moon about where we are in the new place. It's smaller, but it's right in the middle of the action and bustling. And uh, you know, we're, we're exploring a whole neighborhood rather than just our own property. Mm. So let, let's go back. Um, before we... Um talk about the new lifestyle so how um where or what were your challenges when you or when did you think about downsizing and how did you start that whole project well, well, well two or three issues um I, I mean my i have three daughters and nine grandchildren so there's a whole generational issue <coughs> moving on um but they have their own houses their own living spaces one in an apartment two in houses but um uh, we found that we had a lot of space in our house that was really only being used every third or fourth week mm. uh, when the family dropped around for a big lunch or something like that, and that uh, we were really rattling around in it. And uh, and I also wanted to release some capital so that we could travel a bit more and also to help um, some of my daughters relative to their getting back into a, another level of the property market. Um, and, uh, and so we decided that uh, some years ago we bought an apartment uh, in Walsh Bay, down near the Harbour Bridge, along a little bit from there. And we've just rented out over a few years, waiting mm. till we thought the time was right. Um, so we recently sold. Um, we... Uh, finalized this only two weeks ago um and uh and have now we actually had a gap of two weeks where um, and so i used with the extra funding to go on a trip to burma uh Myanmar, yeah and uh and did a bit of traveling around there which was really fabulous but um uh, and we're now ensconced the new place but so so the 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 what generated this was three or four things one the place was much bigger than we really needed, even though we're comfortable and we're used to being there for well over 20, 25 years. Mm. Um, and it is hard to move out. I, I'm a bit of a collector of Aboriginal art and Asian Buddhas, all sorts of things that mm -hmm. uh, I had to be a bit ruthless about and send off to auctioneers and things like that. I've kept a, a sample, um, and, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, 
so, so one was that we really had more space than we needed. So, secondly, the market was fairly high and has been for selling. So rather than waiting a few years and finding the market goes down yeah, again, exactly. uh, let's move while it's, it's, it's robust um, and, and things. I'm working at the moment in the in the middle of the city, so I now can walk to work instead of getting mm. a bus and public transport. Uh, so there's a gain out of that as well. Um, so a number of things came together to push us across the threshold to, mm. to move into this. But I must say, Bettina, there's, uh, having read your book in detail, that uh, uh, the issue of downsizing when you've had a big place, collected things, got things all over the place is not easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I think you reach a point where you say, let's draw a line under that earlier life and get a new life going. Mm. And, and so habits and ways of doing things, you change into yeah. a new mode. And so a lot of the things I've collected, I didn't really need as many of the Aboriginal art as I had or whatever. Uh, I've now picked the best ones out and, and got yes, them into our new place. So that, I mean, that's really interesting. And I think, yeah, um, I, I just wanted to ask, how did you actually go about that? So you just was, you said you picked the best ones, but it, it was still hard, I guess, because I love art as well. And if you well, collect stuff. Well, it is hard and you're not so quite did, sure. So I, I, I kept more than I, we will need down in the new place. Mm. And, and so, so we've got right now down there lots of different paintings leaning up against walls. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and my taste and my wife's don't necessarily agree on everything. <laughs> and, uh, mm. and, and so, uh, but, but we've worked it out that uh, there's a pile of the ones we think are the ones we're going to hang on to uh, that do fit in, yeah. others that we'll probably sell or give to my children and uh, yeah. grandkids and things. So, or you, um, or I, you I, keep I, some and change them around from time to time. <laughs> you have to store well, you can some. do that as well. And of course, I may well want to buy other things mm. in the future and uh, yeah. and take a different. But, but what was interesting in the bigger house, I found that bright, colourful paintings worked quite well. But we also had quite a lot of works on paper that were behind glass mm -hmm. in frames. And what I'm finding it in the apartment, the ones that are framed with uh, paper drawings and paintings and timber edges to yeah. them work better mm -hmm. than the big, bold, coloured mm. paintings. And mm. it's partly size and yeah. there's also a slightly different sort of sophistication mm -hmm. um, in a way. So did you take a lot of your, I mean, probably not all, but your furniture, did you take some selected pieces or is it the apartment well, we, completely we have we had a very style. big table uh, uh, that was uh, custom made for our previous place a very big dining room and it was on wheels and big family uh, and in fact the people who purchased the house have taken that as well oh, we've sold, sold that to them yeah um, that's a good way actually of getting rid of things as well you know you they don't go they don't get thrown yeah, out so, and some other of the people. stuff we've taken some of the beds yeah. over we've taken the couch over um uh, mm. We haven't got a dining room table at the moment, and, and what my wife's saying is let's wait for a week or two to see how exactly. we're Good. operating, mm. and, and then we'll get the table mm. in. And so we're building up. We've got a table out on our mm. balcony, and that's working quite well. And uh, mm. and so we're testing the place a little bit, getting a feel for it. Yeah. Uh, we put new carpet down. We're looking at the colors of the walls we're now looking at some of the lights and and so as you move into the place and start mm. bringing some of the older places across mm. a, a new character emerges 
Yeah, um, exactly. Is it is it a very different like style? Is it more contemporary there, or what your house was? It is. The, mm. the bigger house was more laid back, taller ceilings, um, big flowing spaces, uh, a bit more clutter, um, mm -hmm. uh, and and things like that. Um, it, it's now got a bit more sophisticated, a bit more um, mm. um, modern, perhaps, um, but but still enough of the character mm. that we had before carrying through yeah that's that's i think that's a great way to do to take some pieces from the house and then add some new things so now a lot of there's a lot yeah. of stylish and a, a, a special especially versatile furniture that is what i always say and what what my book is also about how to find the right pieces that fit with what you have and yeah. but that are actually useful you know and they, they can be moved around they're easy it's not heavy it's it has more function so it's it's yeah. a bit heavy looking what well, exactly well, it's also i think even. quite interesting to catch up with the latest version of the marketplace yeah. that there are totally new approaches to televisions to sound yeah. systems to even tables it's, to chairs to yeah, all yeah, sorts of yeah, things so yeah, it, yeah. it's quite interesting yeah. to go back out to the various mm. um Furniture shops and mm. uh, electronic, uh, electrical shops and things, and find out you know, where the state of the art is. Yeah, I I did actually quite a few podcasts on that. I did one of um, we did one with a guy who does home entertainment systems. So, yep. how do can you set that up and get your internet back working and all that stuff? And then just yesterday, I was at IKEA yeah. and did a bit of a, a tour and just did actually a podcast on that as well and talking about. Um, what they suggest, you know, to do. And they have what's great about IKEA, they have these mock-up apartments there, yeah, yeah, 35 yeah, square it. meters. And then you yeah, get, I mean, it. it's 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 tiny, but you get some ideas what you can actually do. So that's yeah, always yeah. a great well, thing to do. Well, in to, fact, what we do. did, because we, we both do a fair bit of work from home, my wife does mm. most of her work at home, but we oh. ended up buying two IKEA tables, recycled bamboo sort of tops, very mm -hmm. nice, um, uh, about one and a half meters long. And we put them into the second bedroom end to end. We we wanted something that was a bit not too heavy, so if guests mm. come, we can move it out and, exactly. uh, and and move it around. So we're thinking about a bit more flexible mm. ways to do things, and and that's worked really well. That um, yeah, for the first time last night, I was sitting there on my computer on the new desk, so <laughs> mm. um, working away, and uh, and where we are <coughs> is overlooking the harbour, so it's. Down at Walsh Bay on the fourth floor, no. and, uh, yeah. and and it's just very nice, just looking out the window at boats mm. going by and things, which previously I wouldn't have been able to have. Yeah, and I mean that's a classical situation having the workspace in that spare bedroom, which then yeah. is also a guest room or something, and then yeah. that's the yeah. If you well, make it, if you find clever furniture and storage, you can really set it up quite nicely so that you can use it. And if guests well, exactly, we we also bought a sofa mm. bed that can mm. fold down, exactly. so we've worked it so we can adjust the uh, the, the the office working environment to be a uh, yeah. spare bedroom yeah, um, when that occurs. Um, and in fact, I found that one of the paintings we had a slight dispute over that I preferred turned out to be exactly the same width as the sofa bed oh, with similar perfect. colors. Yes. Um, and so that swung it round to keeping that painting as part of the, um, you know, the, the decoration of the space. Yeah. Um, well, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, things come together blending the new and the, uh, the yeah, older stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have two bedrooms there. There's one two bedrooms bedroom, and uh, yeah. uh, and, and uh, 
and two bathrooms and laundry mm. and uh, quite a big um, living area and kitchen, obviously, yes. and it yeah. flows out to a terrace, a deck, mm. uh, quite wide, 2.4 metres wide in the middle, um, that, that flows right along the three rooms, the, mm. the two bedrooms and the living room. Uh, and what we're finding is that half the time when we go from room to room, we do it from the balcony rather than internally. So we're, we're sort oh, of, right. <laughs> uh, and we find we're eating most of the time, breakfast, dinner, whatever, outdoors on the balcony, uh, whereas before we really always ate, ate indoors. And, mm. and so a new approach to connecting to the outdoors, yeah. to the, the landscape, yeah, that's uh, and the views is starting to occur, yeah, yeah. which is good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Did you have a lot of stuff to declutter? We had, yeah, too much, too, too much. much. <laughs> How did you manage that? <laughs> well, what we did uh, in a fairly bold move is is got a, a, an auctioneering company in because I had a lot of paintings and uh, Asian art and things like this yeah. that, that I couldn't hang on to all of it, so... I got an auctioneer in who specialised in these sort of things, and he oh, was right. basically took the lot. I mean, I grabbed a, a number of ones that I wanted to hang on to for the new place, but uh, that that, that depersonalised in a way, mm -hmm. um, and so it just uh, and some money will come back once they're all auctioned, no doubt. Mm. Probably less than I paid for them, I suspect. But How does that now work? He, the guy, took it all with him and they auction it at a certain day or yeah is that because because they only have certain periods where they have an asian art auction or all oh, right okay art auction. Mm. <laughs> okay then, so 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 they uh, and in fact they took some of the uh, sofas armchairs things oh, like that that we didn't right. want as well so um um so, so from our point of view someone independent but quite pleasant sort of take all this, have it all up, put it in the boxes, and off it goes. We have a bit of a schedule of mm -hmm. what it is. And then uh, some months later, uh, there's an auction, and um, we get money back Hopefully again. Hopefully they sell it. <laughs> How does that work if they don't sell it? Or well, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure because, so uh, in fact, I did get a, an email only last night about one of these, and some of them didn't sell, so I'm not sure if they come back again. Oh. In which case, uh, my grandkids and my kids are probably going to oh. get some – Fabulous paintings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. And uh, like other things like paperwork and photographs, did you do anything with that or did you just take? Yeah, we, we, we like, reworked our filing systems and uh, brought into the new place. Um, you know, some things were kept for ages that we didn't really need. I mean, I mean there are lots of files from 20, 30 years ago almost that uh, mm. just were just This is a great time to just throw so them out. So you threw them out, yeah. Uh, and so we threw a lot of things out. We had far more books than we needed, and uh, we're great book sort of collectors and readers, but mm. a lot of them were just sitting around not being used at all. So we got Berkelos, I think it was, the booksellers in, and mm. they uh, basically gave us a job lot, probably a fraction of the cost they, yeah. they were worth, but didn't yeah. matter. It meant that we got something back, and it yeah, went exactly. to uh, hopefully it'll move on to people who um, want some want, of those. Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I think a lot of people say, oh, I don't get a lot if I sell it. But I always say, well, you better getting something than nothing, you know. It's, and, well, and I think if so. It's, and you also know it'll go somewhere that's exactly. useful. I mean, you don't want to just throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Yeah, so that sounds great. So now um, you ha – so, so how do you feel now after that decision? Is that um, – Oh, very positive. positive. No, I mean, both yeah. my wife and myself are, are, are very positive about it uh, – 
the environment we're exploring, we're understanding things. I mean, just for instance, from our balcony, in the morning when I'm reading the papers, I found somewhere nearby I can get the paper, I can get coffee just downstairs, I mm. sit out in the balcony drinking my coffee, reading the paper, but I've discovered that two little maritime service board boats come into this bay so they can get coffee from the same place each morning at about 7 a.m., uh, 7.20. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I'm now starting to sort of see new little patterns of the city uh, yeah. and how they operate relative to uh, how we mm. operate. And, uh, and that's very nice because I think one of the fundamental issues about moving from a house to an apartment is the house is somewhat insular. You, you, you have everything you want around you, a little garden, a little cinema with your television and uh, all these sort of things. So you, mm. you, you're not encouraged to be outward looking so much. Whereas in the apartment where, because it's smaller, we're much more outward focused mm-hmm. and, and yeah. looking at what's happening around, going off to get a cup of coffee. I go for a walk each morning around the walls and around mm. the circular key mm. and back again and, uh, uh, I can walk to work. It's um, uh, and so in a way, our precinct is much bigger than it was yeah. before. This is exactly what the um, the other couple said, who I interviewed a while ago, that they now kind of yeah are much more outdoors and they know they meet their neighbours in the lift and in the way in the area in the in, fr- in the front of the garage and before they were sitting in that house and ne- hardly saw anyone yeah, yeah. so it's kind of she she said she really likes that community feeling and she made some new friends you know and and oh no well this is what's happening with us as well and it's uh i mean you don't have to meet people you can yeah. still be reasonably independent but you become part of a uh, a, a bigger network yeah uh which i think is a uh, a very good thing and particularly for people that are a bit older and particularly as people retire from work now i'm still working but mm. you know probably only for a few more years or whatever but uh, i i think people who are so used to work and doing things suddenly sitting at home in a suburban house Twiddling their thumbs is not so good. Yeah, yeah. In an apartment like we are at the moment, uh, you you can be going down to the uh, um, the, the, the cinemas, to the theatre, to um, uh, cafes, restaurants, yeah. uh, the fishermen. There are a whole lot of fishermen out there. So they probably don't catch any fish, but they fill in their time uh, trying to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you start relating to all of this. So mm. it, it gives a uh, – uh, it, it re-energizes, I think, the brain and the uh, thinking processes mm. to be more part of active life. Uh, I, yeah. I think that the big danger as we all live longer and longer with medical advances uh, but still finish work at 65, 70, whatever it might happen to be, uh, we're not immediately needing to be carted off to some retirement home or yeah, hospital exactly. or something. Yeah. Uh, and you do want to be somewhere where there's you're stimulated and mm. uh, you know, that there's uh, activity. And um, and to be able to walk to um, Sydney Theatre Company. And, yeah, uh, and Opera like House, that. it's all, yeah. That's yeah, right. It's, 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 it's great, all, yeah. you know, the Museum of Contemporary Art just around the corner. Um, I mean, these are, are really fabulous sort of things. On top of this, there's another layer I was just looking at this morning because uh, there, there's lots of history in this area and mm. there's a little trail. I took a photograph with my <laughs> camera 
uh, of nine points where you can learn about the history yeah. of Miller's Point. Yeah. And I was thinking, this is ideal for my grandkids when they come mm, round exactly. to challenge them to find the Just nine points and to go around yeah. and uh, find the sort of different spots and things. So, you know, suddenly uh, there's new challenges for family visiting because yeah, yeah. they also have this bigger framework and bigger precinct to explore yeah exactly that sounds all really good so i think i mean every time i talk to someone who dances it must be the best decision you know <laughs> to do but there's still a lot of people who don't do it and procrastinate and yeah just can't the main issue is always letting go of their stuff that's yeah. the cluttering thing i think yeah. it's one of the biggest thing and then there might there are other things of course like financial things or whatever but it's often that Oh, I can't let go of all of that. So I really, um, that's always interesting to hear how people actually did it then, you know, mm. like that other couple, they shredded <laughs> <laughs> boxes of paperwork they had, you know, they kind of went through everything and, and decreased that number. So, you know, it's this, everyone has a different way to do things. So that's great. Um, while we're talking here, I thought um, because you're not only downsizing, you also, as you just mentioned, in your business life, you um, work for the Urban Task Force Australia. Maybe um, just talk, say a couple of sentences what you do there and then um, um, about um, talk a bit about that um, recent poll you had commissioned mm. about apartment living because I, I did actually a small podcast on that yeah. with some of the news just a few weeks ago. And um, so I find there's some quite interesting results. No, look, happy to do that. I mean, my, my, yeah. I, I used to be the government architect in New South Wales. I worked in planning. I run my own consultancy, but I'm now CEO of the Urban Task Force, which represents the development property industry, and most of them, quite frankly, are building and developing apartments. Mm. Um, and, and, and so it's interesting that I'm walking the talk now of actually yes. moving <laughs> to an apartment. That's um, great. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. I can uh, stand up and say how so, fabulous they are yeah. and things. But we did commission recently from a group called Research Now a, a very detailed study of over a 1,000 people polled online uh, with a whole lot of questions about apartment living, uh, how did you uh, uh, find an apartment, what are the attitudes that drive your apartment, mm. uh, what are the age groups that are in there. I mean, the, the, the data was quite amazing that uh, – I think 17% of Sydney siders are renters in an apartment, 18% are owner-occupiers, so that's 35%. But there's another 15% who are the investors who mm. own apartments that the renters are using. But if you add all those up, that's 50%. That's a lot so of people. Over 50%, I think it was, wasn't it? That's right. 56 so, so, or something. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, if you include involved, the intenders. Yeah, yeah, intenders, So, so the yeah. intenders are people who are planning, planning to move to move apartment in the near future. So this is massive. The, the, it's, it's, it's a big issue, and mm. Sydney uh, is moving that way. But, but we did some studies of the different groups. For instance, the owners... 33% of them are over 60 years old. So it's an older demographic mm. in the owner-occupier, whereas the renters, yeah. um, it's only 8% uh, who are over 60 years old. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, 39% of them are 25 to 35-year-olds. Mm. So some very interesting data that starts um, coming up. Mm. But I, I guess this, this shows how... Um, that apartment living is attractive to a wide 
range of the population. It's not only older people or whatever. It's well, it's it's two, they're, they're two fundamental demographics. Yeah. I think there's a younger group younger. who often more the renters. Mm. Uh, uh, but, but mind you, 19% of owner-occupiers uh, are also 25 to 35-year-olds. So, mm. But then there's yeah. an older demographic um, who are downsizing to, yeah, to yeah, apartments. And, exactly. and so we did, we, we asked them, you know, why do you live in an apartment as opposed to another form? And, and, and the answers were convenience of location is yeah. very strong, um, close to public transport links, uh, lifestyle, proximity to the city, uh, you know, upkeep is not my responsibility <laughs> is a good one, uh, yeah. proximity to where I work. So, so a whole lot of issues came up as a result of that. Um, in terms of what is the most important facility most people have? Yeah, you know, what are the must-haves mm. um, and, and and things? The balcony that was comes up top. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, owner occupiers. Seventy-five percent of them said it is the balcony mm. is the most important uh, issue. Only sixty percent, mind you, of uh, renters, uh, and seventy-one percent of um, uh, of the um, investors mm. were, were saying that, but. You know, the, the balconies are a very crucial thing. In a funny way, people don't necessarily use it, but they want to have it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's because some people have really issues letting go of their gardens, you know. They yeah. might be big gardeners or having yeah. lovely plants and whatever, favourite trees or rose bushes or whatever they have. And I think this is why they at least then want to have some <laughs> some <coughs> garden, some balcony where they might be able to take some I think Hot that's plants, right. You know, something from their garden. I think that's right. But, but there are other issues like secure private car parking, mm. uh, where the investors, 81% of them said this is really important. Mm. But the renters, who are the people living really in the big. one the investors own, uh, it was only 56% yeah. said it was important to have a, a car yeah. park. So Maybe so they, they don't use their car that do you use your car as often as before or? well they don't but then investor has paid a whole lot of money yeah, to yeah. have that to car ha- park. yeah i know but because everyone thinks you need to have a car park yeah and so i think there's but, a changing attitude mm, that people need to catch up on here as to you know what, what what's happening and of course mm, it depends on location and where you are yeah um and, and things so there's a lot of really interesting information i mean cl- proximity to public transport was a very yeah. important issue and that uh, that was what the other um, lady, a couple said. They only have one car now, and they hardly. I mean, they still use it, but yeah. they often you they walk everywhere, like you, what you just said, and yes. then they um, often take the ferry to the city from Manly. You know, so it's kind they lose they use less their car, which is great for the environment as well. You know? Well, well, for instance, um, owners fifty six percent said proximity to public transport was very important. Mm. Another thirty percent said it was important. So. That's eighty-six percent said that it's a really important yeah, issue to be yeah. close to public transport in owner occupiers. Um, now that, that's that's a, a lot. I mean, mind you, the uh, the renters even more. Sixty-five percent mm. said it's very important, and twenty-three percent important. So that's eighty-eight um, percent mm. uh, of renters are saying public, public transport, transport is yeah. what matters. So. Uh, and I think this is a, a shift of lifestyle that's happening with both yeah. groups. That uh, they the suburbs you see a self-contained house, get in the car, drive a long way to shop, do whatever mm. you need to. Mm. Whereas this form of living in apartments, you walk. Yeah. Uh, to to get yeah. things. In fact, yeah. we did ask people about preferences for <laughs> shopping uh, and and sh- your preferred mode of transport for grocery shopping and. Uh, 
And, and, and interestingly, 32% of owners said walking was their preferred mode of going to shop for groceries, mm. um, yeah, which is quite a high percent, a third. Uh, renters, 43%, nearly half of renters said their preferred mode to shop for groceries mm. These uh, are, was by walking. I'm, I'm not sure if these are the families with the children, though. <laughs> because if you go shopping, if I go shopping, I have so much stuff, I don't want to walk. Well, that's it's the other maybe, group. Yeah, that's the other or you group. go more often. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's just to the shops, then yeah. just once a yeah, week. Yeah. Or but, so. but, but, yeah. but it's interesting, the survey did show there are still reasonable numbers of children. I mean, the young families, that's children under 12 in apartments, renters, 13% of mm. renting apartments uh, are kids under 12, and 11% yeah. of owner-occupiers, and, and then from 12 up to 20, another 4% and 7% mm. in both. So, so that's 17, 18% are families. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, whereas the perception often is that there are no the, families, but, yeah. uh, but there it's are, not the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. All right. That's really great. And so if someone wanted to look up or to download this brochure, you can actually download it from the website. So um, Yeah, it's on our website, which yeah. is um, www.urbantaskforceoneword.com.au. Um, yeah. And on that, you'll see our recent publications and our research, and you can see that. And uh, we have it as a flip book, which means you can yeah. zoom in, you can zoom out, you can flip over the pages, you can look mm. at all the graphs and charts and, and see the information. That's all right. Cool. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, for um, talking about your downsizing journey and sharing your experiences. I hope the listeners get something out of that or see some examples of what they could do now. And, um, yeah, thank you for joining us. And I um, this brings us to the end of our podcast this week. Um, if you find this podcast valuable and would like to support the creation of quality content, please return the favor and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. All you have to do is go on iTunes, um, search for the Downsize with Style podcast, and you will find about the description um, a button, review and ratings, and you click on that and then you can um, leave a rating there. And for those of you who are ready to start their downsizing journey, I offer a one-hour personal downsizing consultation online. So no matter where you are located, this is a chance to start simplifying your life and having a lifestyle like the one Chris just described. Um, just go to my website, downsizewithstyle.com, and um, you will find at the bottom of the page a link how to book your consultation. Um, and I hope to speak to you on the phone soon. So thank you for listening today and have a great week. Mm -hmm.